Hello, this is Dee, also known as Film Imprint, coming back again today to the podcast known as Write What You Want to Read and Draw What You Want to See. And, um, yeah, through my many, many years of experience with doing digital art, anime, cartooning, and it went all the way from the bottom to the top, uh, through that and everything, learned all my way around Procreate and everything, and it was such a bumpy ride. And speaking of a bumpy ride, of my most recent adventure in the writing world, I did a first and second draft to a book and a first draft to another book and everything and I've learned so much and I have gotten all the tips, tricks, what not to do's and have compiled it into these podcasts episode by episode. You will be learning much more from me than pretty much anyone else that I know of in your creative journeys throughout this wacky world of art and being an artisan. Let's get started. Hello, it is I, your precious piece of pasta, and you are my precious packing peanuts. And today, we're going to be talking about how to do your own speed paint. Now, since we've already gotten down, like most of the stuff, like how to do character illustrations and everything, maybe you want to get on social media and really gain a presence. Because like I've said before, it helps if you have a presence already online. Um, in order to get customers in for, like, commissions and things like that. So it really helps to have an audience already. That way everybody can be like, oh my god, look at that. And one of the big things, um, people do in order to get a really big presence online is, uh, speed paints. Now, obviously, we're going to be talking about art today, so let's get started. So what is a speed paint? Well, a speed paint is, um is a video of someone, you know, having done an art piece, but sped up really fast. For example, let's say you did a three hour, for example, let's say you did a three hour uh, speed paint, you know, um, you'd essentially speed that up. You'd essentially like have recorded it and then sped it up where you know we are not it's not supposed to be in real time or anything like that it's supposed to be sped up and everything and then either you like put some music or some commentary in the background or a bit of both some people do that um, and then you post it online and usually in the description of for example if you post it on YouTube in the description you'll say what like what software you use what editor editor you use things like that, um, how long the art project took as a whole, because obviously it's sped up so no one can truly tell for sure, you know, every, um, everything has a different ratio and everything. So basically, you're showing a time lapse of your artwork, that's basically what, what you're doing. And the... I'm not sure who coined the term speed paint, but it's all over, it's all over YouTube and social media these days, and like I said, a lot of people do commentary in the background. Some people just like to put in music, you know, and everything, and just have the art be shown. But the first step to making a speed paint is to have, uh, figure out what device you're on. Um, if you're on a, a computer, like a Windows or something, you're going to need to download a software program to record your screen um, with. Because for some reason they don't have that feature, which it, at least as far as I know, I 
I have not updated my Windows computer in a while, and I don't plan to because who knows what can of worms that'll open. But as far as I know, there is no feature that does that yet, which is kind of sad, no screen recording, but you can get software in order to do that. Next thing you're gonna wanna do is you're gonna wanna make sure your software works. For example, just like record yourself going into a document or something. Um, and um, if you're on an iPad or, oh my goodness, a phone by some, some miracle you can draw on a phone, um, you can just use screen recording. And if you don't have that option when you swipe, um, I believe it's like uh, up from the bottom of your phone, you know what I'm talking about, you know, with all the little options, it's, it's where the flashlight button is. You can go into settings and you can enable those, um, you can enable that button to be there, and it'll be, um, it'll basically be a ring with a filled-in circle inside of it. And, uh, basically, you tap on that, and it starts recording in three seconds. Now, um, I recommend using those three seconds to exit out of that little menu of stuff, and go into your app, and start drawing, because the thing is, is that... If you don't do that, there's going to be a little bit more editing later. Speaking of editing, um, so, one, so once you've started your screen recording or whatever, you're going to want to draw your whole entire piece from f start to finish. I know that seems daunting, but you don't have to do it all at once. Editing software does exist, so what you can do is you can start, you know, go on for a while if you have to go do something else in your day or something, for example, like go to lunch or something like that. Um, you can go ahead and just pause the recording, set it down, don't do anything else except like save it or something. You know, or just, or better yet, leave the tab open on your screen or something like that. That way you don't have to shift your position back to where you were on the canvas. And then just go do whatever you need to do, come back to it later. But like I said, I, re I recommend leaving the window or um, if you're on an iPad or something, the app open. Because like I said, um, you know, you're gonna wanna be in the same position as before, you know? It's supposed to be seamless. Just because you're editing it together doesn't mean it needs to be choppy. <laughs> so, and um, after all that, once you get your piece all done, be like, oh yeah, and, and don't forget your signature at the end. Remember that. I always manage to forget the, my signature at the end somehow, so. You know, don't don't forget that. It's yours. It's your piece of art. So the next thing you're going to want to do is a lot of speed painters like to show the finished art piece all by itself at the end without all of the little menus and stuff from the art program in the picture. So once you're done recording, go ahead and save like a PNG of your art piece and um, yeah, you, you're going to edit that together with the video and everything later. So. The next thing you're going to want to do once you got your photo and your video and everything, the next thing you're going to want to do is find so editing software to put it all together. Now this may seem like a daunting task, oh no, I don't know how to use editing software. Well, you probably should have known how to use editing software before getting into this. I mean. A speed paint is essentially like any other YouTube video. Work goes into making it look like the way it does, not just recording. 
a lot of good YouTubers will have cuts and things like that and everything in their like gaming videos and stuff but for speed paint you use speed painter you actually have it pretty easy you just have to put the video or videos if you know you couldn't get it all done in one session together and then put your photo of of the whole piece at the end so what i recommend and what i use and what i know how to use is imovie which is an app that I believe comes, just straight up comes with your iOS devices. Um, most commonly on your iPad and on your Mac, though. Not, not your phone. It, not, unlike, uh, unlike um, Procreate, you know, Pro Mobile Procreate, whatever it's called, Pocket Procreate or whatever. Um, iMovie doesn't work like that. Sorry, you just need more room on the screen. But, and you don't have to use that. There's other editing software out there as well. I'm just saying the one that I know how to use is iMovie. So I'm going to explain it as I would do it in iMovie. So, let's say you did multiple videos, okay? Just, just for the sake of, and let's say you screen recorded it on your iPad because, you know what, it's kind of important that I put in this next little detail. So the first thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to create a new movie project because, if, let's face it, why would we have a trailer? Why? <laughs> For those of you who don't know iMovie, basically you can pick between making a trailer and a movie, a quote-unquote movie, and um, a trailer is exactly what it sounds like, a movie trailer, and that's not what we're going for here. So basically, you make a movie and then you select the video files. Doesn't matter where you put them in. You can try emailing them to yourself. You can try like using one of those connector dealies from your computer to your iPad, whatever. Maybe it's already on your iPad. For example, for me, I use Procreate, so it's all, all right there. But basically, you take those videos and you put them together. You import them all into there. And then the next thing you're going to want to do is go to the beginning of the first video and check to make sure that when you press the screen recording button, you exited it out of the menu and got into Procreate in time. Otherwise, you're going to have to do a little bit of editing there. For example, let's say you accidentally let the timer run out. It's okay. You don't have to scrap the whole thing. You just need to cut. And what I mean by cut is you basically, you move the little bar to a certain section, up to a certain section in your movie. Um, for example, at the beginning of a video, you would move the bar towards the right, all the way until the, all the way up until, you know, you're in, in the app, you know. Once you're in the app, you're in the clear, so everything that shows the home screen of your iPad and everything, we're gonna get rid of that. So what you do is you move that line there, you go into actions, and you go to the scissors button, and you cut it. Then you go and you select that mini segment you have now, and you delete it. And you do the same thing. Now, the thing is with screen recording is, as far as I know, there's no little button to tell it to end, to end the screen recording without you having to go back into that little menu again. So. That's the only problem and the main reason why we have to edit. So at the end of each of your little videos, you're going to have to cut that um, 
for example, you're going to have to go more towards the left rather to, than to the right. And then you're going to have to cut off the end there, you know, right, right before, you know, have it to where the video, the video quote unquote ends with you still looking at the canvas and then you cut to that end off. You keep doing that, repeating that process for every single one, see if you missed the three second timer at the beginning and everything like that until you get to the very end of your video. And then that's when you go into the add menu and you add a photo and you add the, P the photo of the finished product. Now, um, in iMovie, when you add photos and stuff, it makes things go, you know, up and down, side to side, and everything like that. And it's kind of complicated to explain how to fix that, so for now, I just recommend just kind of leaving it like that. Oftentimes, um, you'll get it moving in a cool direction or something, or it'll just zoom in on something. But if you want to be really fancy with your video editing, you know, let's say you fix the picture, the PNG at the end, and you know it's perfectly still. You go back to you go back to your art software. You get a black, you get a um, black canvas. You know, you either fill in the background with black or something like that, and then you know you either screenshot it or save it, or better yet, save it as a PNG. That way you don't have all the menus and stuff inside. That way you don't have to crop it later. You know, you save that black project, and then you add that PNG to the beginning. And what you can do in iMovie is you can actually select that quote-unquote PNG, and you can and you can go ahead and add text. Yeah, like hello welcome to my video or something something like that you know like and subscribe if you're someone with no commentary now if you want to do commentary well then you already say all that up front you know and everything so it's kind of useless but for someone who wants to do no commentary or just music in the background for example in this beginning shot you can go ahead and, you know, since you're already in the editing software, you're going to put the music in the background anyway. I mean, that's just kind of how it is. So why not also give credit to those who made the music as well? And perhaps even have credits in the beginning of, like, what you used, how long this took, and everything. Because you got to remember, this is all after editing, you know? This is all, this is all already done. This is not live video, you know? <laughs> and everything so you've already gotten all this stuff done and everything so might as well list how long it took what you used and all that that way in case you're like me and sometimes forget to put it in the description of your video because you're a little dum-dum and you forgot again <laughs> not saying that you're a dum-dum just saying that i i made mistakes <laughs> and youtube didn't like me for it so so that's all I've got for you all today. I know this is getting long already, but I figured, hey, I'll include everything about making your own speed paints. I will see you all of the later, and goodbye!